Welcome to the Ready, Set, Show podcast with DT and Letty. Ready, Set, Showtime. Welcome to the Ready Set Show podcast. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And we'd like to thank you all for joining us on another week where we make your life a living hell. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, Letty. It just, the news just keeps piling in, mainly from the damn rap community. Yeah, uh, that, that's the crazy part. The rap community has just been off, off the wall here lately, so. Yeah, we'll dive into that here later, but uh, how was your weekend, my friend? I had a pretty great weekend. Uh, me and EJ made 80, well, 96 cupcakes Saturday night. Holy shit. We had to go through, and we took 80 of them to the baby shower that we had uh, for my sister yesterday. Wow. So, yeah, we had a, oh, and I helped her make the diaper cake, which EJ done a great job, and I appreciate her help so much that she gave me. Sierra enjoyed it. It had a great turnout. All I can say is... I'm so glad it's over. Right. <laughs> it stressed me out and had me stressed for the past couple weeks. So I'm glad it's over. I'm glad Sierra had a great time. And it was about it. DT, how was your weekend? Uh, I played a game called Let Me See How Long I Can Do Nothing. <laughs> 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 no, I'm playing. Uh, I, I actually, the Amazon Prime video. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, they got some good movies on Yeah. There. Netflix is good. More. We're going to dive into something on Netflix, actually, that I forgot here. But uh, watch some good movies, man. Like my daughter, uh, Kinsley, she really loves Spider-Man. So I've been kind of catching up on what's leading up to the uh, current Avengers. Yeah. So, like, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. That was cool. And I, I've just been catching up on all that. So that, that's awesome. But uh, I had a good weekend, man. Just I'll, I'll, anytime I can just kick back, hang with the family. I mean, come on, man. You like being lazy every oh, now Oh, yeah, and everybody and loves being that. lazy. There's nothing wrong. But while we're on the topic of Netflix, uh, as you know, my good friend Letty right now, uh, we're, we're all sponging off her account Amen. on Netflix. Amen. EJ is now, too, so yeah, I mean, yeah. welcome yeah. to By the, the way, I overtook TJ. I seen that. I seen that. I was just like, I was like, I was oh, like, oh with Letty. Because I, I was telling EJ, I was like, you can just overtake TJ's account uh, if you oh, want shit, to. Oh, shit, really? Oh, you're fine. And then I was just like, oh, man, I was like, looks like DT took over. Uh, and I was like, just use mine. Yeah, if, if she she wants it, she can. I just remembered you and uh, TJ, unfortunately, uh, falling good. out. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm just going to join. Hey, you're good, man. I told her she can use mine because I told her, I was like, there's three shows I watch. If you watch them, just tell me what episode can I you, was on. Can you make another one? Is that all no, you can do? No, you can only do four. I, I, I knew it was like four or something. But anyway, I, I don't know if you caught the notification that popped up that they're going up. Yeah, I've seen that. To fifteen ninety nine now. Yeah, that's still a good deal. Like, I put up a post about this on Facebook, and people are like, well, man, that's still <laughs> a good deal. But I don't think you understand the point I'm trying to make here is it started at nine ninety nine. Yeah. Then it goes to eleven ninety nine. Okay, that's cool. Or ten ninety nine, whatever. And now they've took a leap to fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. And I mean, okay, well when does this end? Because that's twice in a year you've already raised the price. Oh yeah. So by this rate, I mean you just don't want it to get to a point to where I mean, you're better off going with cable or satellite. Yeah, because, I mean, if they just keep raising and raising the prices, 
my cutoff is going to be once it hits about the $25 mark yeah. is when I'll probably consider canceling my subscription. My fiance actually looked into this is that Disney is coming out with a similar type Netflix and they're saying that this is much going to make Netflix irrelevant. Obsolete. Yeah, obsolete. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of why I was like, why are they raising the price at this point in time when you know Disney's coming out with that? Yeah. But, I mean, look, dude, I like Netflix. I just don't understand. I mean, that big a leap, you know? I don't understand it either, but I'm just hoping, you know, they just keep it at the you know, the $15 mark, and I'll, I'll be happy with it then. I mean, yeah, because they have good stuff. Now, if you're going to raise it up like that, I feel like you need to bring newer movies. Yeah, bring, bring some newer movies and, like, some, More often than oh, they yeah. do. Oh, yeah, definitely way more often. And uh, put, like, some better shows. Yeah. I want, I want some more shows, like, more variety. Yeah, because really, when it comes to shows, I almost think Hulu has the edge on that. Hulu, Hulu really does. I mean, for me, number one, Rick and Morty. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I sit there, I can watch all three seasons over and over of that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Netflix has some good shows, like some really good originals, like Frontier and The Haunting of Hill House. I'm yeah, waiting. That's I'm good. waiting for season two. And yeah. I, I love Big Mouth. Narcos. Yeah, Narcos. Yeah. I mean, it's got really good shows, but yeah. I mean, you sit there, you binge watch the season in like two days, and then you got to wait sometimes a year, year and a half. Yeah, and, and half the time when new stuff comes on there, it's like you got to find it yourself. I oh, mean, yeah. you think they would have something pop up. Hey, this week. This week. This come on. You know, I mean, so I, I don't know. It was just kind of something I, I seen pop up, and I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. Because everybody on that post, though, was like, you need to get a jailbroke fire stick. Yeah, I keep have, hearing that, too. I mean. I've heard of it, and they're actually pretty, they're pretty, pretty nifty. So a buddy of mine's like, hey, <laughs> you know, there's always that guy that's like, well, I hey, I tell you what. Uh, he's like, I can do it for $100, and if it messes up, he'll even come fix it. And that's, apparently you get everything. Yeah, I don't, you I don't really know. do. You get, uh, you basically get all the streaming services. I think you can get HBO Go. Um, this is what I've heard. I'm not 100%, but I've heard that a jailbroke fire stick is the way to go. I, I have, too. And I actually thought about, I don't know if $100 is a good deal. I mean, uh, when he threw in the deal of, uh, you know, he could come fix it, I thought, well, that's cool. I, I remember looking at, a, a, I think me and my, uh, Darcy were looking at, a, it was a fire stick TV. Yeah. Hell, it was only like 100 bucks. So maybe that is a good deal. I, I don't know. But it's something to look into because if that's the deal and and at the rate that Netflix is going, I mean, you're kind of, I don't know. It was just a move. I, I was like, what is Netflix yeah, doing? I'm just hoping Hulu don't start raising their prices. They need I, to keep it at that. I don't think they will. They have never raised their price at all. So a little bit of news regarding the show here. We've talked merch a little bit. We've yeah. kind of just said it. Uh, but uh, let Letty, why don't you kind of give them a little update? Uh, well, when it comes to the merch, me and uh, me and our good friend Mo, we've been. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> we've been looking into uh, doing our own merch. You know, we're looking at printers and things that put them on T-shirts. So right now, that's what we're looking into 
for for the moment he's been you know getting on my ass about it a lot because you know he wants he wants the shirt yeah he, he wants he, a ready set show shirt so bad that, that makes us feel it. good though yeah i mean i want one too and um i do i ain't gonna lie i do too ever since you told me about it i'm like dude that would be cool and uh darcy and kinsley and then ruby oh, having yeah. one I oh mean, yeah get, be... get the get the kids repping it and well i just feel like you know depending on the finalization and guys i've I said, Letty, this is all on you. You, I trust you. You got this. And and Mo, he knows what he's doing. Oh yeah, too. He, he's made shirts before, so I mean, I trust him one hundred percent. But like we were talking, you know, around here, yeah, podcasts aren't exactly popular. You know, no, one really. out of five people may actually know what it yeah. is. But let's say you're standing in line, you see that, you see it's local, you might go check it out. Who knows? You might like us. Oh yeah. You know, so I figure advertising wise, it would be smart. I mean, oh, hell, really I've even is. talking about putting up a damn customized sign in my front yard. I mean, really. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, I'd do it. Get I some would stickers too. made stickers. and slap them up all around. Because you get that mentality from us with music. That's oh, yeah. how you did it back oh, yeah. in the day. Man. Oh, yeah. Once you got that T-shirt made, once you had yeah. those stickers, you felt like you made it. Even mm-hmm. if only, like, 40 people knew who you were, but you seen you wore your shirt you had it made like like people say facebook official that's how you felt official oh, yeah. you know you, what i mean you were you were merch official yeah and i can't wait i, I think you guys will do awesome but I, I mean guys and if you all are wanting a shirt because you know obviously letting them they're just going to get enough made for pretty much like close, you know, friends. close friends our people so if you guys are wanting a shirt by chance now I, i'm not giving a definite date on when it's going to happen i just kind of wanted to mention something you know about it because we've kind of discussed yeah, a little bit but be sure and hit letty up you can just message on the uh on the on our pod our pod bean page or the facebook page <laughs> you just throw a comment up or just uh, hit up hit up letty yeah. i'm sure y'all have seen her her uh, facebook page on there you can do the the you know podcast page or her page yeah either just, one works just send me you know shoot me a message if you want one give me your size um, I've not really worked out prices yet because yeah. I want to see how much this test run costs to make. So yeah. once we get it settled and everything, you know, people first on the list, first come, first serve. Yeah. I mean, me personally, I'd pay $100 if I was a listener of this show. For <laughs> sure. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But I can't wait. It's going to be cool. If you guys want to support us and help out when, when this does go into effect, man, we, we would really appreciate that. You know, we know money's tight, but hey, man, show us some love, man. We, we'd appreciate it for sure. Oh, yeah. And the last news regarding the show, uh, this is an idea kind of our good buddy Mo again. This guy, I'm telling you, man, he, he really has been a big part of the show, and we, we really like Mo. And uh, pretty much we've talked about uh, how we all met as far as like me, Ben, you know, y'all have heard them on the show, or Mo and Ben, and then me and Letty. We all met at working at this factory. Oh, yeah. And we had this picnic table out back. And, man, we would just go out there on our breaks to smoke, vape, whatever. And, man, we had some really cool conversations back <laughs> Off there. Off the wall and, conversations, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some crazy stuff. But I remember Mo was like, hey, man, we should do that sometime. Now, he didn't yeah. necessarily say it as far as the podcast goes. But I thought, you know, that would be cool just to come on, not worry about any segments. Just call it Table Talk where we just find some stuff to talk about and then just go from there. Yeah, I mean, just go with the flow. Whatever comes up is what we talk about. Uh, there was there was a, a couple times after your unfortunate leaving of that hellhole. Yeah. Uh, 
we'd be sitting there talking at the table and everybody'd be like, It's not the same without yeah. DT and I'm just like, I know and then like we'd have like some off the wall conversation and Mo would be like, Put that in the podcast. And yeah. It's like let me let me text DT. A lot of good ideas came from oh, the start yeah. of the podcast from that damn time. Oh yeah, it really did. And uh so we figured we'd do that. <laughs> we bring Mo and Ben on and we will, you know, kinda do that at table talk. Probably start out Maybe doing it one time, once or twice a month. Who knows? I mean, if it works, it works. We may yeah. roll with it like that, keep that formula forever. But we like the segments. But, hey, man, we just want to switch it up. It'd be a cool way to kind of bring Mo and Ben back on and then yeah. just, just kind of not have any, str- you know, I mean, not saying it's stressful, but just throwing it out there, whatever yeah. the hell we want to talk about. All right, Letty, who you shouting out this week? This week, of course, I'm shouting out my beautiful daughter, Ruby. Uh, she's now out of school, and she's going shopping with her daddy and her stepmama. Right. This kid, you know, she pushes me every week in a good way. Sometimes yeah. she pushes my buttons a little <laughs> Sometimes she just pushes you. Sometimes, she, sometimes she'll come up and, like, uppercut me right in the boob, and it hurts. Yeah. That's all she did to me this whole weekend, and EJ's just standing there laughing along with yeah. her daughter's laughing at her, too. i got to give a special shout-out to DT. I mean, without him, I wouldn't have this opportunity to come on here and get to do this and i love it i've loved every uh every episode every minute yeah, every stressful put together last minute episode yes, there's um, been a few <laughs> there's been there's been a few i gotta give another shout out special shout out to ej for helping me this weekend oh man making them 80 cupcakes in a night that ain't easy no it's not uh we did a the diaper cake she finished it that morning uh, all the help she helped me out with the uh, baby shower yesterday I couldn't thank her enough. My mom thanks her, too. Uh, our friends and family listen to the show. Um, I know my mom listens to it. I don't know if she's listening to anything recently. So, hi, Mom. Hello, Mom. <laughs> we, we appreciate the support and everything. And, of course, the listeners. We wouldn't do it if it wasn't for y'all. And uh, I enjoy it every minute of it. DT, who you shouting out this week? I got to thank my beautiful family, though. Uh, I might probably drive them crazy. But we stick together. We love each other, and uh, hey, without them, I, hell, I, there's a lot of days I wouldn't have made it through. I feel like so. We gotta thank them. Special shout out to Letty. Is you know, doing this podcast is fun, man. We, I love it because we've stayed consistent. We've grinded. We, yeah, we we may go last minute, but we make it happen, and, and we have fun doing it. Most oh, yeah. importantly, oh you yeah. Know? We got to thank Drama, um, though. Like I said, the contact with Drama lately, uh, we haven't really had a lot of contact. Um, I don't know if she remembers us, but we're your old friends here at the Ready Set Show podcast. <laughs> now nah, she's had a lot going on, and when the time is right, she'll come on, and everything will be good. And we wish her the best as she works that out. So thank you, Drama. We got to thank Kellen Keller, the the man that inspired me to do this podcast. Big shout out to Kellen. The Greenville Vapor taking care of us and our vaping stuff, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, we always got to shout those guys out. And finally, I uh, got to thank all you listeners. We really do appreciate all the support, whether it's just listening, comment, whatever it may be. Thank you guys so much. All right, on Real Talk. Oh, real Talk. Real Talk. Real Talk. Talk that's real. I'm talking the real. All right. <laughs> we got to get a better intro. Right? <laughs> Close uh, enough. Yeah. It'll do. It'll do. Yeah, I'm sure that's what's dominating the news. Let's just uh, address the elephant in the room here is our UK friend, 21 Savage. <laughs> <laughs> this ice arrest, and uh, I mean, look, guys, there's been a lot of people poking fun at this. And, and, and come on, I think this is deserved. Oh, it is. You, it really is. You can't be 
come off as hard as 21 Savage, talking about your dad's a crackhead, find out he's a rich doctor from the UK. And we all know this is true because Breakfast Club, you know. He was on the Breakfast Club. They were called, like I had you watch that video, they messed up on air. They did. And admitted to knowing him and knowing that he was 21 Savage's dad. And I seen an interview where 21 Savage said he watched his dad smoke crack. So that's what led to him being a gangster. And he also said in the same interview, he was born and raised in Atlanta. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. No, he moved there when he was like, what, 12, 13? 12 or 13. He moved there in 06, and then like the year later is whenever his visa just just apparently expired. Well, the main question is, dude, you're a millionaire. Why would you not have taken care of that? Who knows? He probably done forgot about it. He's probably brainwashed himself to where he thought he was born and raised in Atlanta. <laughs> See, that that's the thing, though. I, I, I disagree because you have to think yeah. that's looming over you. Like, man, now I'm out here. I don't know. Maybe he had somebody, he thought somebody took care of it. and they yeah. didn't, Because what it sounds like's happened here is he's pissed somebody off. And they've called ice on him. A lot of people, you got the conspiracy guys of 6ix9ine did it. Oh, uh, my Lord. Yes, I've seen that. And I just thought it was the biggest joke ever. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I don't see why those two never had any beef. Nothing. No, they never did. Probably just, you know, where 6ix9ine ended up ratting. And then they just want to make yeah. it funny to where they're, they're ratting out 21. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously. But it, it's just crazy to me. There's just so many unanswered questions. And to, to me, the bigger picture I look at here, Letty, is is, is what's real anymore in, rap, in music. It, it's hard anymore to tell because I mean, with this happening, you know, us coming in, him being, you know, from the U.K., you, you just don't know. Are we manufacturing artists? Now, is that what we're That's doing? That's what it like, sounds hey, like. Like, hey, uh... Let's. Oh yeah, that that guy looks like a guy we could make into a uh, uh, former uh, gang member type rapper. Let's like, give him a terrible haircut and throw some face tats on him. We got this. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is weird. I, I don't get it. And a lot of people are like, "Oh, how dare you? Uh, you know, make fun of somebody's oh, freedom." Yeah. Oh yeah, just look at what happened to Demi Lovato. Yeah. Oh man, she made she made one tweet. And it caused her to delete her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, all it said was the best part of the Super Bowl are these 21 Savage memes. And everybody, and I mean a lot of celebrities and a lot of just people in general, attacked her because they basically said, Oh, you're making fun of someone's freedom. Um, I get their whole hypocritical thinking because whenever she OD'd, she even, she even attacked PewDiePie over a meme that he had shared and laughed at about, you know, it making fun of her ODing. But the way I see it, everything's fair in comedy. Well, that, and you can't come on here like, didn't she have a song called Sober? Yeah. Okay, just like 21 Savage said he was from Atlanta. Yeah. (laughs) So when it comes out that you're neither one of those things, you're opening the door for this to happen. Oh, yeah, and I mean... Everybody's just so sensitive anymore because... They really are. Yeah. I mean, I'll sit there. I'll laugh at anything. I'll make some terrible jokes. I've been told I'll make terrible jokes, but it doesn't bother me because in my eyes, everything's fair in comedy. (laughs) Well, think about it. Think about uh, Mo over here used to... was coming off 
with the persona 21 Savage. And then we found out Mo was from, from the UK. UK. Oh man, I'd slap the shit out of him. I mean, but you would, we wouldn't make fun, we wouldn't laugh about that. Come on. Oh man, I'd be like, you want some crumpets, mate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give him some fucking tea. Yeah. Like, you go. <laughs> and I was watching uh, this guy's stream. I can't remember. I think it was that idiot Uber. He's part of Ospiseidon's crew. But he was playing a video. I guess I think it was before a stream. And it was 21 Savage. It looked like a music video. But I had a UK guy rapping. <laughs> it just looked so funny, man. Oh, man. I mean, you, you can't help. The guy came off. Look, I, I don't. I think he was trying to keep this a secret. I think he didn't want anybody to find out. My thing is I want to know who all really knew. Yeah. You know, because something tells me that he kept this a secret. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions. Like, I just don't get why. Number one, how did he get away that long without paying his visa? Yeah, because, I mean, that's, what, 13 years? Yeah, that's a long time. That and, is a long-ass time. And then you got these people. Oh, my God. Well, we've got people that are here illegally with that don't have kids and help the community like he does and and they they didn't get arrested how does he help this. the community by making crappy uh rap no music? i mean he really has helped and oh, yeah. around atlanta yeah. but but again you know you have to pay your visa to live here i mean nobody That's the law. nobody asked 21 savage i mean he was whatever <laughs> happened born over there whatever yeah. and it came over i mean that's stuff you have to do to live in the united states yeah. we didn't make those rules no. <laughs> i mean so i mean i i don't know i i wish the guy the best for me it's kind of made me really look at rap different Who, i don't know real? what's real and what's not man let us know what y'all think i just think it's weird uh letty hit hit them with the uh what you kind of noticed oh man so um i was driving around town the other day and i just so happened to pass the old skate rink now this place you know it holds some some really good memories in my heart because that's where me and ruby's dad that's where we went on our first dates at uh that's where we had one of ruby's birthday parties at you know it was just a good place to go a lot of memories there myself oh yeah and i had noticed that they had turned it into a church a, a cowboy church. A cowboy church. Which I heard those are somehow uh, becoming popular. I don't, I mean, you're, you're, we're in the South. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I know. You know God's yeah. like, uh, like, why is this dude, why? <laughs> why can you, they, can't they just call it church? Why are you doing a, doing a line dance in church? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Hank, Hank Williams, calm down. It's just church. But that's one thing, and I just had to call DT because I looked, I, you know, I was sitting there looking, and I'm like, all of these older buildings or buildings that used to be something for the youth to do, you know. I mean, I don't know why the skating ring went out of business this last time. And I don't know why some of these, you know, younger appealing places are going out of business. But for some reason, it always gets turned into a church. Uh, it's because they just advertise on that one shitty 1924 sign they have. Like, dude, people branch out, make it more appealing, do things that yeah. really, it's just like, I don't know, the that guy David that owned it before the last people did, I mean, that guy, he was an, he was an asshole. I mean, yeah, he, he was. was. He was he a was. prick. But he did stuff that appealed to kids like all night skates they were they were my jam man yeah i loved all night skates but did you ever see that gun he had jesus no i never see it i was uh waiting on my ride one night and i was one of the last people to leave and he seen a car and it was me and a couple other kids waiting and he was like is that any of your guys ride we were like no he's like okay next thing you know this dude pulls out a clint eastwood looking (laughs) gun i'm like what is going on here 
and he starts to walk out there and i'm like are we going to witness a murder because i mean you know david was a crazy yeah, dude he was he was i mean i was chewing gum in there you know that was a rule yeah you couldn't have any chewing gum and in dude there. he lost it on me i'm like wow dude i don't know lady I, that that's interesting if you say that because i've seen a few buildings like that happened and you know like there's a lot of controversy that church over there on that back road from parker remember yeah. that uh they had the the uh what that bar you know because yeah. you can't have a bar or club so many feet from a church but yet they did and i i don't know why they do that i notice around here uh, you know they worry about uh, uh pain pill problems but we've got a pharmacy popping up every week oh yeah there's there's a new pain clinic popping up i mean they ended up putting one in Bayleton and the one in Wausau. you know they're everywhere yeah that, it's like a pharmacy uh they they put at&t right beside verizon they uh you know a business goes out uh, you know goes out of business and they put in a church i mean yeah. I, I don't know man whoever runs this town like I tell you, their, their grasp of reality and the way things are run in 2019, it's like they're yeah. stuck back in the 70s, 80s, and it's like they're afraid to move on. Yeah, I mean, everywhere you look, there's a church. Yes, There's everywhere. churches beside churches. Over in Bayleton, uh, I go down a road called Gap Creek. There's literally three churches three. right beside yep. each other. Yeah, there's a lot down in that area especially. And look, nothing against religion. I, nothing wrong with yeah, churches. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just, you know, if I see an empty building and I'm like, y'all wonder why the kids are out here doing God knows what, it's because you're taking the buildings that they used to have fun in and you're turning them into a church that, I mean, they might have fun in church, but what are they going to do the other six, five to six days a week? Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, you, you guys, I mean, we, our town is so far behind, even certain, like, like Morristown, we should not be behind Morristown. No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't be, but we are, and it's like they they have these opportunities, and they look at it from the retail aspect. <laughs> oh, oh, well, we can do that. No, dude, you have to do it not just from retail, restaurants, uh, fun stuff for kids. Why can't we? What's the bouncy place or that like you just ever jump or Just jump or leap, something like that. We don't even have a damn ball pit at McDonald's anymore. No. Well, I mean, due to the fact some junkie put a needle in there, yeah, that, but yeah. still, that, that's uh, you just prevent that from happening. I mean, come on, man. It's just stuff like that. It's like they just, they're not making any effort. Yeah. Like one thing happens because of some idiot, and they're just so quick to shut it down and put oh, yeah. some bullshit up that nobody really, that they want. Oh, yeah. Not, I mean, just look at look at the, one of my biggest things is in two different spots of our county. Yeah. We have an Ingalls right next to a food city. Yeah. In yep. two different spots. Two different spots. Two different spots. And one of them, they tore down one of the old uh, old Ingalls buildings, and they put up a newer, They you know, redid it. Yeah. And then it, what used to be an old Walmart building is now half food city and half what, Ollie's? Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking, you could have put so many more stores in that. Yeah. I mean, really, like uh, that same area is where we were supposed to get to Target, of course, Walmart, Cockblock, that, shocker. Yeah. Like I said, whoever's in charge of the, this town either needs to pass the torch to somebody else with a with a more up-to-date way of thinking. Younger and take perspective, a look. and yeah. what I mean by younger perspective, you know, like a just jump. I mean, it doesn't even have to be just jump. Like, give me three trampolines and some padding, and I bet you money it'll take off. Yeah. I mean, you can't just look. There's going to be idiots, There's no idiots matter everywhere. which way you turn. 
I, I don't care if you take an old-fashioned, a new school, a pro, whatever it may be. You're going to get idiots. You have oh, to yeah. deal with those idiots. Get rid of them. There's a police force here for a reason. They might suck half the time, yeah, they, but they're yeah. here. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's, a, that's another podcast. But uh, <laughs> anyway, all right, moving on. So, uh, Letty, uh, I don't know if you heard our good friend from the movie Taken, our old Irish actor friend, Liam Neeson. Oh, man. Yes, we know Liam on a personal. No, I'm kidding. We don't know. And we'll find you. But I was kind of looking around. I'm seeing a lot of people calling him racist. So I was like, oh. Okay, what's going on? Yeah, I heard uh, about that too. So apparently a friend of Liam Neeson's was raped by a black man. That happened. He just didn't say, they didn't see who it was, and he just didn't say it was a black person. It was a black person. Yeah. So he made the comment that they were talking to him about it. I went up and down areas with a kosh, a bludgeon. I don't, why couldn't he have just said a bat? A shillelagh. Who says a kosh? He's Irish, man. I'll He's hit like, you with my kosh. Somebody's like, what? What is that? I don't, wait, even don't talk dirty to me like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Calm down, Liam. You can't Pop take me. A drink you, first. you can't take me. Uh, <laughs> hoping I'd be approached by somebody. I'm ashamed to say that. So basically, he was just like. Uh, He's ready to fight. Yeah, and he said I did it for maybe a week, hoping some. Neeson apparently gestured air quotes with his fingers. Black bastard would come out of a pub and have to go have a go at me about something you know so that i could kill him okay now i can kind of maybe see why people think liam (laughs) Liam neeson's racist i mean look he was upset about his friend he was probably just pissed off we've all done it got a lot of built-up anger especially something like that happening he he didn't drop the n-bomb no he didn't he didn't pull like a kramer i mean yeah i mean look dude rape is serious and if that happened i mean obviously this whoever this woman is i mean if he's willing to it, it did this they're probably really close to yes him. so he was mad he probably didn't need it come on man. it's liam neeson you know don't make him give you that call like no, i can take him you. you know no, i will kill, kill you all right but uh guys uh, any of these stories let us know uh quick mention here our good friend blueface if any of y'all are familiar with that rapper the uh who was known as the rapper that raps off beat was arrested <laughs> if we were a bigger fan of him we may go into more detail of this story but we're not. But he was arrested. He was arrested. It was something crazy. But anyway, <laughs> let us know. Less crappy music's going to be made now. <laughs> on the dead lokes, as Blueface <laughs> would say. All right, guys, moving on to <laughs> music meltdown. All right, guys, so Letty. Long-awaited 13 years. Oh, man. Maynard tweeted out that we have a Tool album coming either April or May, was it? Yeah, between April and May. And, oh, my goodness. It, it can be in late May. I don't care. I want it. I and want it me so and Letty called this when, yes. we, when we announced the Epicenter. We said, they're going on tour for a reason. 2019 is a year. Me and Letty called it. Yes, we did. I want to state this for the record. We said this. We were right. Yeah, I can't wait, Letty. <coughs> this will probably sell. I, I want to see the numbers after the first 72 hours. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I know I'm going to be there buying it. Yeah, and definitely. I put that up. What did, did, did Ben see? I know he, he reacted. He liked it when I put um, up that I, post. I didn't, I didn't talk to him about it yet, but I'll probably talk to him about it tonight. I mean, we're all excited, but Ben's probably the most excited oh, yeah, because he's that's that is his favorite yes. band. Like, hands down, Tool is his favorite band. 
and you know just them finally releasing an album me and him have countless conversations about it yeah i mean they were the first rock band i've seen live i will always have a place in my heart for tool and pink floyd they're my all-time favorites i can't wait for this we've waited for so long and guys i'm gonna i want you to take notes for all y'all that whined on why tool guarantee you you will like almost every damn song on this album. Oh, definitely. There's a reason that Tool makes you wait. There's a reason, yeah, 13 years is a long time, but I just really do think Tool is that band that they want to put out something good. They don't want to just put out, but they want you to like, feel, understand, love every song on that damn album. You know what I mean? And they want you to feel that emotion every single time for years and years to come. I mean, just look at their music now that we listen to. Yeah. I mean, 46 and 2, Schism, all them right there at the pot. I mean, they've been out for, you know, over 10 years. Yeah. And we every time I listen to them, I still get cold chills. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of it. That's worth the wait yes, to me. Yes, that's why it's worth the 13-year wait. And plus, if you looked at it from a sales perspective, which, let's be honest, Maynard and those guys, yeah, they're they not worried about, about money. Sales. They don't care. They're going to make a killing. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about how many people have waited. And I've seen posts. I've seen groups made, pages. Oh, yeah, there are pages on websites, Facebook Websites, videos. I mean, people, this this is going to be probably the hugest album of the year. Oh, yeah, just think about, uh, like, that first tweet he put out. There were people sitting there, like, analyzing the tweet and the numbers and, like, the timestamp and everything Dude, just I, to try to figure it out. I, I read the part where it was around <laughs> April or May, and then I stopped and shared it with you all. Oh, That's yeah. how You're excited like, I was. Yeah. I didn't even read the whole damn tweet. I was like, but, you know, look, man. A lot of people, are, there's going to be those people that say, oh, yeah, right, whatever. I believe it. I, I don't think they join a tour like the Epicenter tour. I, don't, I, I just don't think they join shows like that. I mean, yeah, they did have the show where, uh, what was it, a couple of years ago where they did like six shows. But yeah. that could just be to get back out there, you know, hey. Yeah. A nice little warm-up show yeah. before, you know, six years later they decide to drop mm-hmm. a damn album. And I, I, I'm not going. mad because oh, no. I know if you understand music, you understand Tool, you're a fan of Tool, you'll understand when this album comes out, why. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? think of it this way. People like the bands who put out yearly releases, I mean, mo- sometimes most of their stuff feels rushed. Yeah. I mean... Even even some bands who do it like every two to three years, sometimes it can still feel rushed. So, I mean, music takes time. Well, and, and when you see Tool live, you'll understand. <coughs> like those guys, it's like you enter into a world of music you've never been before. Oh, and I can't wait to see them in May. I mean, like I tried this. It's like you sit there and watch these guys, and you're just like, God, I want to be just like, like yes. And if you play music, I'm like, dude. I want to be just like these guys. There's a reason why they're one of the biggest bands in the world, but they're not mainstream and everything yeah. out there. You know, they do what they want when they want. I respect that. I love it. They're not about money. They're not out here with some BS gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I love Tool. I think that's why millions of people love Tool. Once they drop this album, uh, the fact that it took 13 years will be forgotten. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. We'll be sitting here jamming to this album for 13 plus years. Oh, shit, you know day before, we're going to be waiting. Oh, yeah. It will be on the show. I'll be like, listen, we got to get this, and I'll immediately listen to it. We might might even do a special Ready, Set, Show podcast Instagram live to the new Tool album. Oh, hell yeah. We might do that due to when it comes out. Yeah. 
So, Letty, let's, let's sit here. I figured, you know, man, we've talked about our favorite songs, rock, rap. Now, we come from a music background. I used to write lyrics. I don't know if you've ever written lyrics. Yeah, for I've, the written, I've written you, lyrics. You've written lyrics. That's what I thought. I thought, you know, man, let's name some songs lyrically that we like. Songs that just were like, yeah, man, badass. It could, it could make the song or just you could just be like, damn, that was good lyrics right there. Oh, yeah. It could be rap, rock. Uh, now, I, I know rap, pretty much any song that Wu-Tang Clan put oh, out yes. was, I mean, good God. Half the time, like when they were breaking down the 36 Chambers, yeah, I was like, what the... F-? Like, I got lost. It was just that complex. Yeah. But uh, when you when you think all-time great lyrics, like I, I go pretty much Pink Floyd songs... Tool. Tool, tool, hands down. I mean, they're um, up there, probably oh, one yeah. of the best. Oh uh, yeah, for me, a lot of Slipknot songs are really lyrically yes. great. Yes, because Paul Gray and Corey Taylor, them two together before Paul died, they were like a really good powerhouse for that band. So, when you think of a song lyrically, wh- what kind of lyrics do you like that you're like you get chills or you feel it or <coughs> you can relate to it? That I relate to yeah. uh, anything that deals, you know, family-wise. Yeah. Every time I hear something, you know, about family or uh, one 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 example that I've been get, been listening to here lately is uh, the song "All Fucked Up" by Amity Affliction. Yeah. Amazing song. Yeah. And you know, not a lot of people know what it's like to go through all that shit in their head. Yeah. And that's probably, like, the best way to put it lyrically into a song. And yeah. whenever I went to Warp Tour and we all sat there and we all sang the part right before the end of Will You Say Goodbye or Save My Life, or I think yeah. I got that backwards. But, yeah, like, I was almost in tears because it was just so beautiful. Yeah. So shit like that really gets me. Yeah, like I did a song in our band, 12 Gauge Heretics, called Addiction. And it was at a time when I was really addicted. And a buddy of mine's like, you know, man, where did you get the lyrics? I was like, well, it's just stuff I went through. But there was a song. You've probably heard me mention it on here. I think I have before. uh, By the band Special K. And it was (laughs) called I'm Not an Addict. Yeah. That song inspired me to write that song. And it just basically is you know you're an addict, but you just you, you can't admit it. Even though yeah. you know you can't live without the drug or whatever, you know you're an addict, but, you know, you're going to tell everybody, hey, I'm not yeah. an addict. I'm all right, man. I'm good. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, and I did that, man. I, oh, yeah. And um, it inspired me to write that song. Yeah, songs that make me reminisce a lot, like yeah. the song by Hellstorm, Here's to Us, that I was telling you about. Yeah. It makes me reminisce a lot. And uh, there's another song by Jelly Roll, uh, Smoking Section. I've mentioned it on here. When I get into my feels and, you know, I, like, start missing my papa on people who's passed, I sit there and I listen to it. Because, I mean, when I sit there and I think about it and the chorus comes on, because the main part of it, it goes, I hope that heaven has a smoking section. Yeah. Like, it just hits me so hard because, I mean, no one knows what the afterlife holds and shit, but just sitting yeah. there thinking about, you know, all the memories you have with them people. Yeah. And, how you wish you could sit down one last time, smoke you one last doobie with them and just talk. Yeah, yeah, and you know, like a, a song that I'm getting ready to talk about here in a minute by P.O.D., um, Goodbye For Now, Yeah, reminded me of my friend Mitchell that passed away, and because, uh, man, we had a lot of good, especially making music, and man, you know, the guy pissed a lot of people off, and you know, a, a lot of people, if I were to sit down and talk about him, would be like, yeah. what an asshole, <laughs> why did you hang out with him? But, I mean, when you understand somebody, and you, especially how 
we not only were friends, we were playing music, you know. Yeah. It, just, it just, certain songs can mean something different to you about somebody. You know, you see something that not a lot of people see, and, and that's what I love about music. You know, I mean, especially I think lyrics are really underrated. Yeah, like, a I don't lot think, of them are. Yeah, they really are. I don't think a lot of people pay attention. And, man, lyrics, I think, are, are you know, I look for them as just as much as the music aspect. Oh, yeah. And um, that's that's why Tool is such an, a successful band. Yeah. Not only do they have great music, but, you know, all of their lyrics have, like, a really, really deep meaning. Yeah, you're right. So. But guys, let us know. Give us some good songs lyrically that you like. Give us some of your best lyrics, you know. I, we would love to hear it. But, uh, Letty, who are you listening to this week? This week, I'm going to go non-American. We're going to go <laughs> Ramstein. Now, if anybody, have, you know, ever really listened to this band, most, I mean, they're German, of course, but most people, every time I mention this name, they're like, what? And I'm like, have you ever seen the movie How High? Yeah. The part where he's laying in bed and he starts taking that blunt and going back and forth in his face with the heavy metal music in the background. Yeah. just like, yeah, them. And I'm like, that's Ramstein. <laughs> I think of the Family Values Tour. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. They oh, always man. made me think of that. Well, they are a German, I can't pronounce, they're German hard rock. I have no idea what that is. I they're can from, barely read the Wikipedia. <laughs> exactly. So. They're from Berlin, Germany. They formed in 94. Throughout their existence, uh, they were a six-man lineup. It's been unchanged. Wow. <clears throat> I'm going to try and pronounce this. I'm going to try my best to do their names. You got lead vocalist, Till Linderman, lead guitarist, Richard Z. Cruspe, mm -hmm. bassist Oliver Ollie Rydell. Hey, they're, they're better they're, than some uh, yeah, of them. Yeah, wow. Rhythm guitarist Paul H. Landers, keyboardist Christian Flake Lorenz, and, and drummer Christoph Doomschneider. I mean, it's, yeah, that's not bad. Hey, actually. man, that ain't too bad. No, it's better than some bad. of them. This band right here, I have listened to them for a long, long time. Whenever I heard them, whenever I first watched the movie How High and I heard them, it tripped me out because I've been listening to Do Haas way before I even watched the movie. Yeah. So seeing it in a movie was, you know, it kind of blew my mind. Uh, the three songs I got for you. The first one is Sony. Uh, just, it's one of them things where I went, I went through a kick back in middle school where all the songs I listened to, I would try and find a, a English version of it or the best translated. And the song Sony is all about Here Comes the Sun. And it's, a rundown from what I take from it. It's about someone giving their all to somebody, and that's their, you know, their main one they look up to. Mm -hmm. uh, the second song I got for you is Du Host, of course. Everybody loves it. Motionless and White did a great cover of it. Really? They did. They made it heavier, and Chris killed the vocals on it. Like, you could almost tell that he was, you know, he wasn't German. That's ballsy. I've never, oh, I yeah. would never they think did. They did a crunk go. They did a punk goes nineties, and they did oh, Duhas. Oh, okay, okay. They did the cover of Duhas, and it was great. But Duhas is one of them songs. As soon as that opening opening riff comes in, it's immediately you're banging your head. Yeah, you're going, yeah. You get pumped. It's hard not to. The third song, me and DT like struggled to <laughs> struggled <laughs> with it, but it translates to fire fire. If anybody's seen the Triple uh, X movie with Vin Diesel in it. Yeah. It's the what's playing in the opening sequence. Um, again, it's one of them songs that you come in, it's heavy, but whenever you got that little techno breakdown, you sit there and you chill, and you know once it comes back in, it's hitting harder than what it was. They also got other songs that are really good. Uh, Ish Wheels, another good one. I mean, I highly recommend anything from them. Now, some of their American songs that they have, 
they're uh, they're kind of questionable. Yeah, just like their live performance where they <laughs> sucked each other's, you know, yeah, the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the only thing I'd say is if you look up some of their Americans, uh, their American songs, well, that they did in English, I would uh, make sure there's no old people, little kids, or people who are highly <laughs> yeah. offended around. Yeah. So, I mean, check them out if you haven't. I don't know what you've been doing with your life. They're, like, really, really, really popular in German metal. Uh, they're just a great band all over around, and, you know, just go listen to them. DT, who you listen to this week? Uh, this band, uh, I, I, they have the best name. As far as names for bands, I lo- this is probably easily my favorite or my one of my top favorites, and that's P.O.D., a.k.a. Payable on Death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I love that name. That's just <coughs> the ideal name, yes. for coolest name for a band. But they're an American Christian new metal band formed in 1992. And based in San Diego, California, the band's lineup consists of vocalist Sonny Sandoval, which I love Sonny's vocals. Oh, amazing. Drummer and rhythm guitarist Wave Bernando, lead guitarist Marcus Carell, and bassist Trey Daniels. They have sold over 12 million records worldwide. Damn. Over the course of their career, the band has received three Grammy Award nominations, contributed to numerous motion picture soundtracks, and toured internationally. Uh, with their third studio album and my favorite, The Fundamental Elements of Southtown, they achieved initial mainstream success. They, they are a great band. Oh, I have yeah. listened to P.O.D. for many, many, many years. Kind of got back into them here recently. I love their energy on stage. They're, they're, they really do their Christian beliefs. They've always stuck oh, yeah. by them. I respect that. Uh, three songs that I got for you. The one that, that got me on was Southtown. I oh, mean, I, that, yes. I love Southtown. Oh, that, the way that song starts, just that steady pace, and then it just kicks in. I, I love that style of music. The next one, uh, one that I mentioned earlier, and they, I think Katy Perry is the girl in this song. I don't know if they feature her, but I saw two live performances, and she was doing. <laughs> yeah, the, I want to say it's her too, but I yeah. don't think she got the feature. I think it was before she got, yeah, you know, got her stardom. Yeah, I know they were on a, one of the talk shows, and she was there. But goodbye for now. And the last song, I kind of got a tie. Rock the Party 1 and Set Your Eyes Desire. Oh, yeah. that, those both are great songs. But, guys, that's who we got for you this week. We got Rammstein, Du Hasmesh. Du And uh, P.O.D., Payable on Death. Definitely check them out if you haven't. Uh, great songs by both these bands. Classic bands. Oh, yeah. Moving on to our dumbass and badass dumbass. of the week. Dumbass. <laughs> uh, you know me, Letty. I like to kick it off. Mine, um, if... Yeah, again, uh, if, if we were out there more, I would catch shit for this. I still may. <laughs> but I, I got to go Dr. Disrespect, man. Look, I like Dr. Disrespect, but I got to tell you, man, um, it gets a little old when the guy, look, I know Dr. Disrespect's had a lot of controversy because he's cheated on his wife and all that. He's a funny dude. I get the gimmick that he's trying to put, you know, put out. Cool. But it's just like every time he plays a game and he dies, he finds something wrong with the game. (laughs) But when he's getting 30 kills and all this, it's all of a sudden, you know, it's the best game out. And he's promoting it. But then when he dies, it's, oh, well, here's something wrong with the map because he went and learned developing and he did a little bit for one of the Call of Duty maps he's all of a sudden this expert and it's just like i just want to say to him like hey dr disrespect if you're so perfect why don't you create the perfect video game 
since you sit here and come off like you know so much about what makes a good video game, why don't you go create a game? Yeah. You know, like, it just annoys me how he sits here, uh, you know, and, and just acts like, oh, this game sucks like he does with Fortnite because you suck at it. Yeah. You know, because you get killed by somebody that isn't known. <laughs> it just gets on my nerves, and for that, he's my dumbass of the week. My badass. Look, my fiance found this video. I don't know the kid's name. I know it took place in Ohio, but this video is just one of those good deeds, man, where I love seeing stuff like this. Yeah. And basically, I guess uh, there was a, a high school student. He was poor, man, and uh, uh, there was a black high school student that noticed this guy was wearing the same two outfits to school. Yeah. You know, because the guy obviously was poor. So he goes up and, like, gives him a hoodie, and I think he may have gave him some other clothes, and then gives him $80, and then I think he gave him, like, a discount card for, or something, oh, and yeah. just to help him out. Yeah. Man. You know, and, dude, I love seeing stuff like that. I wish I knew the kid's name, and I, I, look, I tried to look it up. I couldn't find it. But, man, for, just for this good deed... I love it, man. I love seeing stuff like that, and that's why this guy's my badass of the week. Oh, Let, yeah. Letty, who you got this week? Uh, this week, my dumbass of the week. I actually have one. Mm -hmm. This is like, what, the second Second one week I, in a row, yeah. This is like the second week in a row I've actually had one. It has to go out, not to a person, but to a hospital. They're the Hamblin Morristown Healthcare System, whatever the hell their name is, the Morristown Hospital. Yeah. Uh, to give a little backstory... My mammy, this in the past week, it's not even been a week. She's been to, she's been rushed by ambulance to the ER three times. God. Today, I woke up this morning to a text saying that my mammy, who is my grandma, was back in the was back in the ER. Um, first time, the you know she she calls me. I had I I didn't even get to go to sleep that morning. She goes, Charlotte. Uh, they're rushing me to the ER. I'm having chest pains. Well, you know, it wasn't her heart, thankfully. And she's uh, she's had pancreatitis, so we thought it was her pancreas acting up. They said it came back fine. And I'm just sitting here thinking, this makes no sense. Well, she ends up going literally the next day. Same thing. Turns out, so they said something about there was, um, I can't remember the name of it, but the rundown of it, there's blisters on her colon. Sends her home. She's at home for two or three days. I get a call this morning while I slept through it. I woke up to two texts saying, Mammy's back in the ER. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what the hell's going on? Why, did the, why didn't they admit her the yeah. first time? Because, I mean, they've not known what's happening. Even uh, she went and seen her primary care doctor. They went by their diagnosis. And once it kept acting up, they was just like, you need to go get admitted. Well, Does now, she have insurance? Yeah, she's got insurance. So, oh. thankfully, it's all taken care of. Nah, probably because that's more money in their yeah. pocket. If they have you come back three separate times, that's three separate bills. Yeah. That's how these crooked-ass hospitals are, Oh, yeah, and are, all man. three times, she's had to have been rushed by ambulance. Yeah. Oh, well, they, excuse me, the ER aspect Yeah, the ER it. aspect it's of it. It's a scam. And so, yeah. it, it just kills me because, I mean, my mammy was the one that I went to when I was younger. Um, she's one of the people that I have the nothing bad can happen to her aspect about her yeah and that's you know i've always been there i've helped her anytime i need help she's always been there for me and seeing her like this she felt like shit so bad that she couldn't even go to uh, my sister's baby shower yesterday yeah and it killed her but i told her she needed that to sucks. get rest 
But yeah, because of that and because of all the pain, I mean, every time she's went, she's been put on morphine because she's been in so much pain. Good God. And it still makes her uncomfortable. Yeah. She would still be uncomfortable. I don't blame her, man. So, I mean, because of that and the way y'all have treated my mammy. I mean, the nurses and shit were nice, but if someone's been in there three times for the same thing, you think they would have admitted her at least by the second time. Um, yeah, second time. But now she's admitted and they're watching her. That's all I know. My aunt's up there with her, but... Because of that, Morristown Hospital, you guys are my dumbasses of the week. No, my badass has got to go. It's my little sister, uh, Sierra. She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. She's getting ready to pop anytime soon. Her uh, her due date is actually St. Patty's Day, March 17th. Nice. But I don't see her going that long. I see her going within the next couple weeks. <laughs> and the reason she's my badass is, uh, I mean, she's went through this pregnancy. She's kicked ass at it. Uh, she's all belly. Like, nice. she's, like, straight up all belly. And <laughs> I know how uncomfortable it can be. And she went through her baby shower yesterday, getting poked, uh, had strings wrapped around her. Mm. She, you know, I made her take pictures and all this jazz just so, you know. I, it was something that I didn't get to do during mine because, I mean, I was so young when I got pregnant. I had no idea that I'm just like, you'll regret it if you ain't got these pictures. So yeah. I made her do everything and... Uh, I know how uncomfortable it can be being that big and yeah. just having to do all this stuff with all these people. And I can't wait, you know, for her to have little Brantley Michael. Can't wait to meet my nephew here probably within the next couple of weeks. So once he's born, y'all will hear about it. Mm. Oh, man, I can't wait. And because of that, Sierra, you're my badass of the week. All right. Shout out to Sierra. All right. Moving on to... Original gamer. Guys, it comes to gaming this week. I mean, uh, Letty's got a little something she's going to talk about after we get by these next two. But the thing that's just everywhere, we'll start first with Apex Legends. This game, Letty, is everywhere. Oh, it is. I have seen it in a lot of spots. I mean, you go on YouTube, anything related to gaming. I mean, I'm used to seeing Fortnite dominate everything. Well, Apex Legends, there's even a lot of guys leaving from Fortnite and going to apex legends we'll get into that in a minute but apex legends this game i, I like it i suck at it only <laughs> had three kills in my few days messing with it the gameplay is really smooth love the graphics love the characters oh, it looks badass love the weapons yes I, I i like how like pretty much you have three people you pick a character like you know like let's say me i'll go first i got a yeah. little time to pick my character then you go then somebody else goes well then you're on the ship you know you know battle royales you obviously jump yeah. out well then you have what you call a jump master this person will pick a spot on the map and when you hit launch it will launch all three of you to this location <laughs> now you okay. can break off solo and go somewhere else but i call those people assholes and not team players I, I just love everything about this game i love the guns i like the gameplay come to find out they had a record 10 million players in 72 hours Damn. it officially beat fortnite's record Damn. and i'm telling you apex legends guys i don't know if you've played it it's a free battle royale came out of nowhere nobody knew it was coming i mean everybody was waiting on anthem this game came out of nowhere if you like the Titanfall games, this is those avert, like kind of like those, except 50 times better. This game is amazing. I strongly recommend it. 
Letty, you got to get on it. Oh, it's a great game. I mean, like I said, I probably haven't been burning it up like most people. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you, I am a fan of the game. Uh, so then the other news, we'll kind of go, you look, guys, I'm not going to do apex versus fortnite which do i like better you know hell i even thought about do we throw this in the thunderdome but due to the fact letty she hasn't really dove into either either one of these yet so we're just kind of going to go by strictly you know i just kind of wanted to say hey look let's say you've never played either one i'm going to throw you throw some stuff at you here that you know where you can kind of decide or hell you can play but they're both great games oh yeah i mean i've seen gameplay of both and they both they, I mean, they both look really fun. Uh, I, I, I personally appeal to Apex a little bit more. Yeah. Just because of the aesthetics. Yeah, I it mean. It just looks way cooler. Look, it's no secret. Fortnite, when it comes to the skins and stuff, I mean, yeah. you're, you're paying 10 or more dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. From pickaxes, glider, whatever it may be, unless you're getting the starter packs. Apex Legends, you know the prices... They really aren't any different. Now, I do think you can do more with the, the credits and stuff you get from Apex. Yeah. The gameplay, like I said, you know, Fortnite, you got building. If you if you like the building aspect, it's cool. You want to learn it. Hell yeah, Fortnite's your game. But, see, Apex of, of why I love the gameplay, gameplay aspect more than Fortnite is because I'm used to that. I'm yeah. used to the run and gun. I'm not, oh, hey, let me build a fort to protect yeah, you. It's just thing. like, hey, man, let's battle it up. Whoever wins, wins. Gun fight straight head on. Let's do it. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, Fortnite, it's tough. I mean, yeah, the building was annoying, and I honestly didn't think I would play Fortnite for as long as I have. But it's cool. I get it. I, I just, look, I play these games. I don't play these in a competitive you know, you play them just for fun. Yeah, I play just for fun. Now, if you play competitively, like I said, everything that I'm seeing, Apex Legends is, is become number one over Fortnite. I never thought I would say this <laughs> or see this, but it is happening. Now, that's not to say Fortnite is not a good game. It still is. They've still got a lot of players. They've still got a lot. But a lot of players are pissed off at the gameplay they don't like the airplanes they don't like the stupid zip lines they don't i don't like them either i think it's like well, what are we doing here yeah like you build a damn fort and some asshole in an airplane comes and just like i just did all this for some idiot in an airplane kamikaze it yeah but look they're both good games i, I get tired of do, seeing the look obviously they're going to compete on a sales level whatever people are going to pit them against each other oh, but yeah. it's just because they hate fortnite so bad they want to see some game come out it's like guys fortnite's still going to be around oh yeah it's going to be around i mean look at how much money it's brought in look how much money it's making but however apex legends is kind of going to be fortnite's achilles heel now i have seen some the update coming for fortnite this week a lot of players that complained they've went back and switched those uh their oh, man. yeah there's because of apex yeah because i mean people are like look i'll just move on to apex yeah. for fortnite you know you need these big streamer guys you need these guys. oh yeah especially being them both being free to play and, and you know i don't think they would really trip out about it but there is a lot of streamers and pro players that yeah are, they're not even going to go to the skirmish where they could win thousands of dollars oh, I, I i seen uh liquid 72 hours is like hey i'm just going to give mine to an up-and-coming player my airplane ticket and everything oh man he didn't say sell it I'm he just said give it. it away like he wow. did like they do not want to go phase cloak 
a lot of these big Fortnite players. <coughs> so, look, I mean, I'm just saying Fortnite has, they do listen to the community, so they did make the necessary changes. But, I mean, planes are still in the game. They did kind of nerf them. I don't know. There's just a lot. But, look, <coughs> gameplay-wise, these two games yeah. are, are the best right now, the best battle royales. But Apex Legends, guys, I'm telling you, it's a good game. I, I could see why it's giving Fortnite a run for the I do. I'm just not that guy yeah. that's going to... I like both of them. So, well, Letty, go ahead and tell them about uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 2. All right. Well, as... I mean, if you know, if you love gaming and you've been around since PlayStation 1, uh, everybody knows, you know, Resident Evil is a huge franchise. Yeah, huge. Um, about, I want to say, a week or two ago, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake dropped. And when I first seen the demo of it, they came out with a 30-minute, it was a time demo, one play only. You could explore as much and do as much as you can in, you know, the first the first little bit when you first go to the police station. And one of the biggest changes is it's over the shoulder. It's no longer tank controls and set camera angles. Nice. which is Which is what made... Resident Evil 2 and the first Resident Evil is so scary in my opinion. Because yeah. you can't control, you can't see what's around that corner. Yeah. But, I ain't gonna lie, Resident Evil 2 Remake, it's still pretty scary. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god, it's still pretty, it's still fucking terrifying I gotta to go me. check it out, dude. Oh man, I highly recommend it. I'm, I'm trying to like get up the nerve to actually play it, play it. I've watched a lot of YouTubers play it. I can probably get through Leon's damn campaign right now if I played it myself, but... Uh, one of another big change was uh, one of the enemies, the liquors. You got two options. You can sneak past them, which I thought was you know was a very very smart move because they're, they're blind. They can't see you. Oh yeah. Or you can you know waste your ammo, run and gun, take them out. But I mean, the sneak part of it, even though I wasn't playing the game when I watched this video, it had my heart going. Wow. And that's how you know a video game's good, is whenever yeah. you're sitting there watching someone else play it, and your heart feels like it's about to pop out of your chest. They they got a lot of reminiscing from the original game. Uh, they did really good on it. Looking at it, uh, I haven't I haven't looked at Claire's uh, campaign yet, and that's what I'm excited for, because Claire is my hands-down favorite Resident Evil character. Yeah. Always has been, ever since I first played uh, Code Veronica. Yeah hands down my best there's so much in it that they've done one reason that they went that i remember hearing them talk about one reason for the over the shoulder camera angles instead of the tank controls with set cameras was because people you people speed run this game oh yeah oh yeah they they can get done with this game within both campaigns start to uh, finish in like less than two hours i've seen it it's impressive and they wanted to make it a new experience but still have the old qualities mm. and if they would have set it as a complete original remake it would have taken away from that and i honestly think that was a smart move yeah i do too i was i was so iffy when it first happened that i just couldn't i was just like i was i was like no i'm never gonna play this this ain't gonna happen the demo came out watched a few youtubers play it and i was just like i can see myself playing this and enjoying it yeah so I say if you love Resident Evil, go check out the Resident Evil 2 remake. It'll bring back a lot of memories and it'll make new ones. Yeah, if you want a good a good battle royale games, Apex Legends, Fortnite, guys. Great time in gaming right now. Man. Great time. Oh yeah. I love it. 
That's why I don't feel like we got to compete, man. We got so many good games, man. Let's play all of them. Oh, you know, yeah. hell yeah. Get together, play them, you know, shit yourself a couple times. I mean, you never yeah. know. All right, moving <laughs> on to the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. Letty, you want to read this one? I got you. This one is dog walk. When you're beating someone's ass and you're dragging them <laughs> as if you're walking a dog. Yeah, I know we've all seen it. Oh, man, yes, we have. Example. I'm a dog walk your ass if you keep talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that's a good example. That is a good one. Oh, man. Could you imagine walking out? Guys, let us know if you've ever dog walked anybody. I ain't gonna lie. I've seen it. I've seen some crazy fights that have ended like that. I don't know. I think that that's when, obviously, whoever that person was pissed them off pretty bad to where they're just gonna drag them. I had to step in between two chicks fighting eighth grade year mm. and, uh, my friend Austin, she literally had this chick by her hair just dragging, dragging her across her. Oh the damn basketball God. court. I had to push Austin away, and I literally picked up the chick she was grabbing and carried her to the other side. I picked her up physically and set her down. Because the teachers were yelling out, break them up, and no one was, no was going to get in between them. They were going at it. Oh, man. But, yeah, I, I remember, I'll never forget it, seeing her drag her across the damn Yeah, it's crazy. Court. <laughs> But guys, uh, from now on, we're just <laughs> literally going to pick one word. I don't even know. I guess because for a while there was so many good words, oh, we just was. each picked one. So we're just going to kind of keep it at one. All right, on to uh, Letty actually found this one, guys. This is going to be a local creepy story here. Uh, one from here uh, around here in East Tennessee. Now, this takes place in Lover's Lane. We have a Lover's Lane here. I thought the only legend was uh, the where meth was uh, created. But uh, I, don't, I don't think this is our Lover's Lane. But um, this is a good story. So uh, everybody has a story to tell. Here's ours. This one's called Skin Talk Talk. Going parking at Lover's Lane? Are you sure he or she isn't already married? You better ask directly, or else Skin Tom might find you and teach you a lesson. Tom was a handsome guy. Here's how the story goes. Tom was young and attractive. He liked the ladies, and the ladies liked him too. He dated a lot, and once he dated the best pics from his own hometown, he went looking in the next pics place, the next town. He didn't have to look long and began dating a sweetheart, though she had a secret she should have told Tom. She was already married. To and fro, back and forth from town to town, he went almost daily, carrying on a heated romance with his newest sweetheart. It wasn't long, however, until the woman's husband chanced upon some small-town gossip and learned that everyone else seemed to know well ahead of him, that his wife was being bedded by a young, attractive Tom from out of town. The husband wasted no time in enacting a plan to catch up with Tom. At the soonest opportunity, he told his wife that his job would place him out of town for the weekend. Nothing seemed amiss, and his wife accepted his notification without question. The husband departed from the house on Friday, parked his vehicle elsewhere, and doubled back on foot to hide in the woods behind the house for a while until evening. Sure enough, early in the evening, Tom showed up, picked up his sweetheart to take her out to a lover's lane and do what lovers do. Just as things were warmed up, with Tom and sweetheart hot and heavy for each other in Tom's car, the car door was wrenched finally open. Tom found himself face to face with a huge, terribly angry, knife-wielding fellow. Oh no, it's my husband, Tom's sweetheart cried. That's right, you cheating bitch, her husband yelled, and I'll teach you a lesson you'll never forget to. He pulled her off Tom, clear of the car, and rammed the blade of his hunting knife into her stomach, then flung her aside. 
sneering like a madman, the husband turned back to Tom, who blurted, No, don't hurt me. I swear I didn't know she was married. This revelation didn't pull any effect whatsoever on the madman husband, and he dragged Tom from the car and skinned him alive with the hunting knife. Immediately afterward, the husband left Tom for dead, drove himself to the authorities, and turned himself in. Only by a miracle, once the police arrived at the crime scene, they found that the wife was seriously wounded but still alive. Police searched the area diligently, but Tom was nowhere to be found near or at the crime scene. Tom was never found, period. Some say Tom lives in the woods around Lover's Lane, hiding his disfigurements where his once handsome features stood out. He still carries the hunting knife, the very one used by the angry, revenge-exacting husband, which took his skin off of Tom. Some say he uses that knife to teach others the same lesson he learned on the day he was skinned. There only seems to be one version. For some reason, this urban legend only seems to have one basic version and no traceable spin-off versions. I've been looking all over the net for years and asking storytellers anywhere I can to find out if they know a different variation and have come up empty-handed. Perhaps the graphic nature of this legend is enough for people to leave it very well alone. Imagine the pain a person would go through having his skin removed. The idea of this will pretty much make anyone cringe. A few other things a little different about this urban legend versus <coughs> other legends is that one contains a very, very specific roles and transgressions of societal, some argue legal as well, rules. Also, the, this legend projects consequences onto what might be an innocent character, which usually doesn't happen too often in urban legends, containing specific moral prescriptive roles, a wife, a husband, a new boyfriend, rules, law, monogamy, fidelity, innocence, because a, the main, a main line in the story is the new boyfriend claiming, I didn't know she was married. It is very possibly true. Other legends can incorporate a few different character sorts into the roles, but the Skin Tom legend contains a defiant husband, a defiant wife, and a defiant new boyfriend, Tom. For example, in the Hook legend, although the roles are definitely a place for a girlfriend and a boyfriend, these could be any female and male. With the Skin Tom legend, I've never heard it told with a girlfriend and a boyfriend who have agreed upon monogamous pairing and where the female breaks that agreement. For this later legend, it can't just be any random boy and girl. In fact, the characters are also adults, not just two teens messing around with dating activities. In the Skin Tom roles and the telling of why Skin Tom gets skinned in the first place, it is because of not only a societal transgression by the wife, but a personal one too, the breaking of an intimate marriage-related rules by Tom and the wife. The new boyfriend gets in between both the societal role and the intimate marriage, promised to be faithful, and even though the wife has been dishonest, it is the new boyfriend who receives the worst punishment for breaking the rules. Women and men stereotypes. The Skin Tom urban legend seems to promote the ideas that women control people and situations through underhandedness and men use brute force to control people and situations. Basically, the woman, wife, and the legend is manipulative and the husband male in the legend is violent. Is this legend an attempt to entrench the above idea into society that women only have control through manipulations and that men are simply violent? Oh, I think it means don't cheat or you yeah. might get your ass skinned alive. Oh, yeah, don't cheat or Tom. you end up dead. Yeah, really. I don't know. That's crazy. I've never heard of that one. That's an interesting story there. Yeah, and uh, the biggest urban legend part of that is 
if you go down Lover's Lane, they say that you can see Skin Tom with his knife just chilling in the woods somewhere. But is it? Does he just appear if it's cheating? Like, um, hey, I've heard from what I've read is there were stories where they just seen the figure and mm. then he disappear. And I've also read where, uh, you know, people would be cheating and he would pop up and scare the shit out of them. I don't know if there's been any related deaths to it besides, you know, Tom himself. But yeah. That's about all I could uncover from that. Yeah. Wow. Well. Well, guys, I say hey, don't cheat, or Tom may come get you. <laughs> All right, moving on to Welcome to Thunderdome, All right, today, guys, we're bringing back vaping. And, man, do we have an interesting battle of two of mine and Letty's favorite e-juices on the market right now. Oh, yes. So we decided, hey, let's put these two in the arena and see what happens. So today we have uh, two of the best e-juices again facing off. We got Primitive Vapor Company versus Tailored House e-juice. We'll kind of discuss these two, break down which one are our favorite flavors, uh, which we pick, which we like best, and why. Letty, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, spaghetti. I'll let the battle commence. All right, so... Letty, uh, you know, we've just recently both discovered Tailored House. Yes. A primitive Vapor Company has been a favorite of ours uh, from the berry milk pie to the buttermilk yeah, pie. Skipper milk skipper pie. Skipper milk pie. The cinnamon donut one. Uh, yeah, cinnamon Serenity, donut, the serenity, lemon pie custard linen, one. Yeah. Oh, man. But I'm going to tell you something. Tailored House is right up there. It really is. We've had two flavors. And if the other flavors, there's one that I'm not really crazy about, but is, believe it or not, one that they say is the best by them, and it's a mint. I mean, I like mint. I'll try it. I'll try, I'll try it. Anything. I mean, because I have heard a lot about this damn mint flavor. I heard it's actually the one you need to try the most. Now, we've tried, uh, I believe, what was the one? Strawberry, uh, or like a strawberry Oreo. Yeah. And we now have Snackerdoodle. And I got to tell you, I'm impressed. I am highly impressed because I never thought we would find yes. a company that would even come close to Primitive. And these came out of nowhere. Like, yeah. usually when we go in Greenville Vapor, guys, if you're around Greenville, Greenville Vapor is good. I'm telling you, if you don't want herpes, don't go in Rocky Top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, usually we'll go in there and ask for a new juice. Now, don't get yeah. me wrong, it'll be good. Oh, but yeah. it, but me and Letty like to be wild. Now, when we first started vaping, hell, every damn new juice we loved. But now we're more specific because we've been vaping a while, obviously. And I'm telling you, me and Letty never thought any any juice would compare to Primitive Vapor. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had some that would they would be good, but they'd still be like three steps below Primitive. Like we would literally compare, hey, it's not Primitive Vapor. Yeah. But it's really good, though. But this Tailored House, I'm telling you, they are damn good. Guys, again, if you want to find either one of these, they're on 8vape.com or breezy.com is where you can get to Tailored House. You can't get Tailored House at 8vape.com. But obviously, go to Greenville Vapor yeah. first and foremost. They have both as well. Uh, now, Greenville Vapor only has three total uh, flavors by Tailored House that I'm aware of. They could have more now. Both of these are good. Now, if I had to pick, gun to my head, I just, I just really wish I would had tried. I mean, I would yeah. have to go primitive just because we, we've tried more. We've of tried the more, but it, it wasn't easy for me. No, like it's not. I, I like literally, that's what I've been thinking this whole time. Like, damn, because I'm telling you guys, Tailored House 
is definitely my second favorite. Oh, yeah, that, that strawberry crunch one that I tried, Oreo, oh, whatever. Oh, man, I'm sitting there vaping on it, and I'll let EJ try it. Because I got her on Primitive Vapor. Like, yeah. the only juice she has ever bought since she started vaping is the buttermilk pie. I mean, oh, yeah. she loves it, and it's... it's skipper it, milk you know, pie. Yeah, skipper milk pie, man. But buttermilk's Buttermilk's great, too. Um, so I let her try, and she looked at me, and she just goes, Oh, damn, that is good. And yeah. I'm like, I know. It is so close to being as just as good as Primitive. Yeah, and I noticed there's been so many good flavors with strawberry lately, like the berry oh, milk yeah. pie. and But I'm telling you, to me... If you, you say what's your favorite two juices, I'm saying hands down, Tailored House, Primitive Vapor. I do like Primitive Vapor a little better, but now that could change. Yes. The more really flavors could. I could try because there's a couple Primitive Vapors, you know, that I like, but they're not ones that I will buy. Yeah. Tailored House, the two I've tried <coughs> right now, like I literally would put them in rotation of juices I oh, want I to vape. Oh, I You would. know what I mean? So... I don't know. I guess this is one I kind of wish, uh, you know, they're both good. But I would probably recommend Primitive as yeah. of now. You know, that yeah. could change. Oh, yeah. Same, same for me. But, I mean, if I had to choose between my top two between them, I would have to say Berry Milk Pie from Primitive yeah. and the Strawberry Oreo from uh, Tailored House. Uh, if you love strawberry, just go for them. Uh, primitive, I would have to say... Berry milk pie, yeah, for yes, sure. Yes, berry milk is amazing. Uh, I do like the donut flavor, Yeah, the, too. it was like cinnamon glazed key lime donut, and it was so Yeah, that specific. one caught me off guard. But yeah. whenever I tried it, it was I, so I, awesome. I, I could not thank them enough. I actually like the snacker doodle a little better than the strawberry Oreo of the tailored house. Oh, the snacker doodle, is, it's phenomenal, too. For but me, I like that strawberry cake. We will do an updated one of this <coughs> because... Obviously, now we're wanting to try the other two flavors. Oh, yeah, Granville Vapor has a Taylor House. I, I do want to see that mint because I have yet to like a mint. So, you know, yes. Taylor House is going to be good if we like the mint. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, if we like the mint, then in my opinion, it, they'll probably outbeat Primitive then. Yeah. And to our vaping fans out there, if you have two really good e-juices you all want us to throw on here <coughs> definitely do it like we want to kind of do more vape we had a vaping segment and i kind of want to somehow incorporate vaping back into the show we're just trying to figure it's just hard for us to really like i guess we could just do it every now and then when we find a new juice maybe not making it every show because yeah. it's just i mean we're literally paying for this out of pocket so it's i mean if we had a sponsor hell yeah i'll do it every show oh, yeah i mean i would too but if you guys have tried Primitive Vapor or Tailored House, let us know your favorite flavor. Again, you can find both of these at Greenville Vapor if you're local. If you're not, Breezy.com has Tailored House. They may have they have Primitive Vapor too. And uh, 8vape.com, uh, like, like I said, they just have Primitive Vapor. Now, I believe on Breezy.com for $60, you can get Skipper Milk Pie, Butter Milk Pie, and Berry Milk Pie. Oh, for man. primitive vapor a bundle holy trinity yeah for 60 holy trinity right there yeah and i think if it's like uh, over 50 bucks you don't pay shipping it's free oh hell yeah yeah so breezy.com they become my new favorite i don't know eight vaping breezy might be in the thunderdome oh, i don't know all right guys moving on to everybody's favorite time of the show it's been one of them motherfucking days i tell y'all it is been one of them motherfucking days, bitch. 
it's time to rant. Oh, let's rant. So today, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, or as I call it, let's scam people that are in love. Day. So today I decided, hey man, let's just rant about Valentine's Day. Give our take on it. Is it, a, is it worth being a holiday? Uh, you know, should we, shouldn't we love everybody every other day of the year, not pick a day? Is it just a money-making scam? So uh, we'll kind of just give our take on it. And, uh, we would love to hear what you guys think as well, though. But, Letty, are you ready to rant? Oh, I'm ready to rant. Let's have a rant then, my friend. Uh, so, Letty, I think it's pretty unanimous on this, but uh, something that I've, you know, I used to buy into the Valentine's Day thing. Like, you feel like it's a day where, like, if you, you know, like, I usually buy my fiance, her mom. I would always get them a rose yeah. and stuff. But it's like you just, I don't know, it's just a day where you feel like you're obligated to do it. But, you know, you should love somebody every day of the year. I don't know oh, yeah. why we have to pick one day. I hate it. I, I, I hate Valentine's Day. To me, the only good thing about Valentine's Day is the day after when all the candy goes on sale. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just seems like it's a day where some douchebag was just like, oh, how could we make money off of this? You know, it just seems like a, a, a really scummy holiday. Yeah, which I'm not, I'm not one, I'm not too good on the backstory behind Valentine's Day, but uh, whenever it comes to it, for me, I've never really, I never really liked it, even as a little kid. Yeah. Like, whenever, like, the whole candy grams bullshit was happening during like, school. Like, bitch, I ain't got no money to buy everybody in here yeah, a card. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to go off and get a pack of cards and then send everybody a 50-cent candy gram. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people would eat that, eat that shit up whenever yeah. they were in school. They'd be like, look how many I got. And I'm just like... I don't care. Yeah, you're just, just like go to hell, man. It's like, like I'll I'll wait till you got your back turned, and then I'll steal your candy, and you can keep the damn card. It's so. like you just you know I want to view it as you know it's, I just think it's a scam where you just make money. They just, all these companies got together. Oh, yeah. you know, rose sales go up, candy and all this. <laughs> I just feel like love you should love somebody every day of the year oh yeah i just feel like they're trying to make it to where there's this one day where you should especially love somebody and you should show their love by buying these roses for 50 not you know it just and feels buy like this a diamond ring because you know yeah. every kiss begins with k yeah you know, like all that bullshit well, um, tell Kay to lower her fucking prices i know right Kay is a selfish greedy <laughs> bitch <laughs> and so know. is jared yeah jesus who that yeah really jared and Kay. Lower y'all's prices, man, you scam artists. I bet they're getting together on this whole Valentine's bullshit. They're like, guess what? We got to raise our prices just yeah. for now. Yeah, I know. They're probably dating, too, <laughs> cocksuckers. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just, I just feel like it, it's a day, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't care to buy my fiance a rose. She knows I love her. Yeah. I don't need one day. And I just think also, man, it, it kind of... People that aren't in love or may not have somebody, you kind of shit on those. I people. mean, you—I ain't gonna lie. This is my—you're single this, this year. Yeah, this, so. this, is, this is my second. Yeah, second Valentine's Day. Hell, even when I wasn't single, we really didn't do anything on Valentine's Day. Yeah, how does it make you feel when you see it? It's I'm like it's like, kind of like it's shoving the, it in your face. Right? I just—I'm just like gag. I'm gonna throw up on everybody. I get so tired of seeing it. I'll be like, oh, yeah, he got you a rose, but in three weeks, you're going to be sitting here whining on damn social media on how he cheated on you for the 17th time in a row. Funny you say that, <laughs> because I remember, um, I, I can't remember where I was working, but this guy was with, you know, they were younger. Yeah. You know, I'd say they were under 18. I, I think maybe when I was working at McDonald's or something, and... 
guy goes all out, man, puts roses on his girlfriend's car and everything. And she looks out there and was just not impressed by it, was a complete bitch to the guy. Turned out she was fucking one of the dudes that worked oh in the kitchen. And, and to me, that right there is what I'm saying. Like, this dude was so excited to do that. And, you know, yeah, he man, maybe maybe on. he was an asshole. Yeah, maybe he was an asshole to here and there. But the point is, the guy went out of his way to do it. Yeah. You obviously were still with him. And he, you could tell, man, that guy was, he just looked defeated. And I just thought, what a bitch, man. I mean, that's exactly what I would have thought. The only time I think Valentine's Day is acceptable is for young kids and older people. Seeing that cute shit go back yeah. and forth between them. But, you know, when you're from the ages of, like, 15 to, like, you hit your damn 40s, Valentine's Day should not apply to you. <laughs> right, but even then, you know, uh, let's say some little kid might like some little young boy yeah. and then he don't get a valentine. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, come on, man. This is unnecessary. We could have a much more important holiday. Give me a second Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, something. I mean, I just feel like, come on, man. This clearly is just a day to make money. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. If you guys are fans of Valentine's Day, I don't know me and Letty, and and again, I'm in a relationship. Letty's not. That's it. That has nothing to do. We just think it's a scam. I mean, I don't like Valentine's Day. Never have. Ever since I was little, yeah. I want to say I started hating Valentine's Day as early as I can remember, like seven or eight. Just yeah. never really was a part of it because I mean, for one, I hate pink. Yeah. I hate pink with a damn passion. Right. And just sitting there, you know, you get, like, you see who all the popular people and who likes everybody. I'm just sitting over there like, I don't care. Yeah. And why, and Cupid, you know, he needs to, if he's going to shoot an arrow, he needs to shoot it at everybody. That son of a bitch. <laughs> why does he get to decide? You know, who is he? Yeah, why does he get to decide whose arrow, like, whose ass he shoots an arrow into? And no, why no. has it got to be the ass? Yeah. And hey, Kay and Jared's <laughs> like, yeah, we know Cupid. <laughs> we got a deal worked out. Son of a bitch. Got some threesome in the back. I don't know, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they probably are. Sick bastards. Anyway, guys, let us know your take on Valentine's. Everybody, I've heard so many different opinions on it. Let me I've been called an asshole because of my opinion. That's Same. just my opinion. It's ridiculous. You should love somebody every day of the year. Oh, you don't yeah. need one day. You don't need one day to go out and buy a dozen of roses and a box of chocolates. Have you seen how much a dozen roses are? They're expensive. Same with the chocolates. Come on, man. One year, one year, my, my baby daddy, Ruby's dad, got me. He came home from work, and I ain't going to lie. I loved it. I, he made me feel like I was on top of the world. But I asked him literally three days later why he got it for me. He got me the biggest box of chocolates that Walmart sold, and it was 40 bucks. And, like, I shit you not, this thing, it probably had, like, 100, 120 pieces of chocolate in it. Good God. It was a big-ass box of chocolate. But, I mean, I loved it, and I looked at him three days later, and I was like, why did you buy that for me? I was like, you could have had gas money, and you could have ate. I was like, I would have been fine with just a dollar box of chocolate. To me, it's the thought that counts. Like, exactly, but the people will sit there and make you feel like an asshole. If you yeah. don't, I'm telling you, dude, I've seen it happen. I mean, the best thing to do, Valentine's Day idea, if you want to be cheap or you ain't got money, what I did one year is I made love coupons yeah there you go it's the best thing ever because i can't remember where i seen this from but what you do is you'll write down little things like 
one back rub for an hour, a foot rub, make breakfast in bed, and yeah, and then you know you got your naughty ones. Yeah, you you save them in the back. Yeah. So what you do is you know they cash them in whenever, and you're just like good up until yeah. There you, you go. They they never have an expiration date. There you go. I mean that right there is probably like one of the best gifts I ever gave uh, my baby daddy, and he ended up doing the same thing for me too. So. Win yeah, and it's free. Yeah, it's free. And it's good. So there you go, guys. That's our take. That's it. But we do want to hear what people's opinion on Valentine's oh, yeah. Day. I'm curious because I've heard so much crazy <laughs> shit. But that's going to do it for episode 41, guys. We'd like to thank you all for joining us, Letty. I think we had another great oh, show. Oh, man, man. Uh, this was a blast. Yeah, like I say, again, guys, please go like all our social media pages if you haven't yet. They are at the bottom of the show notes with this episode on the Podbean page. Again, thank you all for joining us. We appreciate it. We would love to hear any of your take on any of the segments. Oh, yeah, communicate with us, guys. Please. Yeah, I, I, again, if you want, if when the merch is made, Keep in touch with Letty. Let her know your size. You can comment on the uh, on our Facebook page. You can hit Letty's, uh, you know, her Facebook page up. Just uh, let us know, guys. But we'd like to thank you all for joining us for episode 41. I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, this is Podcast Greatness. Where greatness never dies. We out. Deuces. Peace. Oh.